Welcome to Rash Thoughts, a podcast about life and all its wonderful challenges. Get ready to change the way you think about yourself and learn why the world needs you. Dean Rash will share his life, his thoughts, and his vision for making our world better for future generations. Now, here is your host, Dean Rash. Hey, welcome back. It's Rash Thoughts. I'm Dean Rash. These are my thoughts. I know, again, it's been a while since we've done a podcast, but hey, you know, things happen. Life goes on. We keep moving. But I wanted to get a podcast put together today. Had an interesting kind of weekend, stuttering on the words here a little bit. But hey, I had an interesting kind of weekend. Went to church on Sunday, which is a good thing. And there was a message there talking about leadership and influence and things like that. And it reminded me of a couple of stories. But before I go to that, one of the things that I would like, you know, in my life, if I can be asking for something, I'd like to be able to spread my message of hope and spread my message of perseverance and spread my message to people that they can do whatever they want if they just get out of their own way and face those challenges head on. So if you know some place that I can go to and speak at, hit me up. Let me know. Send me an email. My email address is dean at deanrash.com. That's dean at deanrash.com. Visit my website, deanrash.com. Let me know your thoughts. If you've got some place I should be going to, I'd like to know about it. Schools, hospitals, uh, church groups, you know, uh, business groups, things like that, organizations, foundations, whatever it might be. Somebody that needs something to help them get moving in the right direction. That's what I'd like to do. So that's my Christmas present to myself is to get that message out there and let people know about it. Now, as far as this weekend, so there was a guest speaker at church this weekend. And uh, his name is uh, Butterworth, Mr. Butterworth. He did have a good joke about his wife, Mrs. Butterworth, and that she's very sweet. And if you don't get that joke, you might be a little young for that commercial. But anyway, one of the, one of the things he talked about was leadership. And, and he did a class in college, and they were told in their small groups to come up with a definition of leadership using as few words as possible. And their group came up with the, the phrase, leadership is influence. Now, as he started talking, the first thing that popped into my head was, eh, I don't know if that's quite right. I get it. I like the I like the definition, but I don't know if it's quite where I would go with it. And so I wrote my own definition out really quickly, and what I wrote down was leadership is modeling behavior. So what I mean by that is, you know, as leaders, we have a great deal of influence on people, and saying one thing and doing something else that's not going to get it done. We have to model the behavior that we want the people that we're leading to actually to follow and do. So as I thought about that, he then he went into another question and he said, what was, what was the best or mis- most influential day that you ever had with your father? And he was talking to the men in the church. What was the best and most influential day that you had with your father? And I had to think about it a little bit and think about the messages that might have come out of those uh, those events. And one day that really stands out for me is I, when I was younger, I, I played baseball. My dad, my dad was coaching my little league baseball team and, and I played baseball and I'll, I'll be honest with you. I never really liked baseball. I like playing it. I'm kind of bored watching it. No offense to any baseball fans out there. I'm not trying to offend you. I'm just saying it wasn't quite the speed of the game that I liked. So I was a little bored by it, but I did play it. And I did like playing it, but when, 
when I was hitting or learning to hit, one of the tendencies I had, and I'm sure that all kids have this tendency, is as the pitch came in, I stepped towards the third baseline to swing. In other words, I stepped away from the pitch. I didn't step into it. And I did that repeatedly over and over and over again. It used to frustrate my dad to no end because my dad was a good baseball player. My grandpa was a really good baseball player and actually a pitcher who um, very close to making it to the pros back in the back in the 20s and 30s. Um, but the the idea for me to step into the pitch was pretty foreign because I was afraid of the ball. And I was afraid of that challenge a little bit. And so my dad took me aside one day and said, you know, this weekend I'm going to pitch to you and I'm going to teach you how to step into the pitch. And so you can see the difference that it makes. So we went to the ballpark and he said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to lob the ball into you and I want you to step towards that pitch. Easy enough, right? Except he added a little caveat. That caveat was every time you step towards third base, when I throw a pitch, I'm going to throw the next one harder. And I'm going to continue to throw the next pitch harder and harder and harder until you actually step into it. So after about 11 or 12 of these pitches, my dad said, I just want you to know I'm throwing the ball as hard as I can now going forward until you step into that pitch. So he zinged one past me, and I took a swing at it stepping towards third base. I was freaking out because the ball came in pretty hot and heavy for a what I meant about nine or ten years old, maybe eleven years old. He said, "You know, I'm I'm getting tired, but I'm going to keep throwing them." And I thought to myself, "Well, maybe if I just tire him out, this will slow down a little bit for me." But that wasn't going to happen. So he zinged another pitch in there as fast as he could, as hard as he could. I stepped towards the pitcher, swung the bat as hard as I could, connected, and hit the ball out of the park. I was amazed, and I'm like, "Hey, I want to do that again." And my dad's like, nope, too tired, can't do it anymore. My arms wore out. He made me throw about 20 pitches as hard as I could, and I can't do this. But I thought about that this weekend, and what, what, it, what dawned on me was so many times in my life, when I've got a challenge coming at me that's kind of lobbed in there, I don't necessarily approach it with the same tenacity as when I got a challenge thrown at me hot and heavy, so to speak, that's about ready to take my head off, then I step into it and go at it. Don't know why that is. But I thought about that. I thought, okay, all these challenges that come our way, if we step into each one of them with the same tenacity that we would with a big challenge, we probably are going to hit a lot more balls out of the park, so to speak, right? We're probably going to have a lot more hits that that we never expected because instead of sidestepping a little bit and just taking a wimpy little swing at it, no matter how small or large the challenge, we actually step into it and swing the mighty bat, so to speak. Man, that ball's going someplace. That challenge is gone. We're hitting that challenge out of the park and making our lives that much easier. The next thing it does for us, though, is it allows us to go after even bigger and greater challenges. Because now that we're hitting these small challenges out of the park, because we're stepping into them and we're facing them head on, now we have an opportunity to go after bigger challenges and hit bigger challenges out of the park. And that's that. I never even thought about that kind of relationship to that moment and that day and the impact it had on me. The other piece that went with that, baseball related as well, is that when my dad wasn't at games, because sometimes he had to work, 
He wasn't at the game. I played phenomenal. In my mind, I played phenomenal. However, once he showed up, I crashed and burned. And what was going through my head yesterday as I thought about that, I crashed and burned because instead of playing the game and knowing how to play the game and just reacting and doing it and having fun, I was more worried about what he was thinking. I was more worried about what other people were thinking and whether they were judging me, finding faults in what I was doing, looking for ways to bring me down. And I know that's not what he was trying to do, but in my mind, that's what I was hearing and that's what the scenario I was creating. So as soon as he was there, couldn't catch the ball, couldn't throw the ball, couldn't hit the ball, couldn't anything. When he wasn't there, there's no expectations. I had nobody there to let down, nobody there to impress, nobody there to make sure I was doing the right thing. I was just doing it for myself. I did great. So when we clear the noise out of our head about what we think everybody else is thinking about us, we have an opportunity to do great things. So, yes, do we need mentors? Do we need people to give us some advice every once in a while? We do, but you know what? You've got something inside of you that you can follow. You've got a passion, a desire, a want, an interest, or whatever it is that's burning inside of you that says, hey, I'm doing this for me because it's going to benefit this, this, and this, whatever that might be, right? Go for it. Don't let somebody else distract you and put noise into your head and tell you you can't do this and you can't do that. Play the game your way. Because I tell you what, when you play the game your way and you're having fun, you're going to have a lot of success. And when those challenges do come to you, that fastball right at screaming down the plate, step into it. Because when you step into it and swing, you're going to hit home runs. Don't sidestep it and make a little... You know, wimpy swing at it. Go for it. Get the noise out of your head. Step into the pitch and swing for the fences. Think about that this week. Think about that this month. What are the things that are going on in your world that you're kind of sidestepping with some wimpy pitches? Or what what are the events that you want to do that you're listening to other people take you off track? And get yourself back on track and step into those pitches. Step into those moments and make them happen. I know that little church outing this weekend had a profound impact on me, and my intention is to keep that profound impact going. And I want you to do the same thing. Now, I will tell you this. It's getting close close to Christmas, right? So before I go, I want to make sure I wish each and every one of you a Merry Christmas No matter what part of the world you're in or what your situation is, I hope you have a wonderful, happy, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, prosperous New Year for next year. And let's get at this thing. Let's start making this world better. Until next time, I want you to keep living your life on purpose. Thank you for listening to Rash Thoughts. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and to follow Dean on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Help us change the world by liking and sharing this podcast so others can be inspired too. If your company or organization is looking for a speaker, contact Dean at dean at deanrash.com or visit his website, deanrash.com.